0: Welcome to the Practical Prospecting Podcast with myself and co-host Sujan Patel, where in under 15 minutes, we're gonna teach you practical tips to book more outbound meetings. Let's get into today's show. Welcome everybody back to the Practical Prospecting Podcast. I'm here with Sujan Patel and myself, Jed Marley. Today, we're gonna be talking about how to pre-sell features before they even launched, so again, pre-selling features before those features are launched. Sujan has some uh, good ideas on this topic. So Sujan, I'm going to kick it to you to kind of start us off.
1: So, you know, I look at pre-selling as validation that you should do build that feature that's going to do something. So, and I learned this really from pre-launching, like all the marketing and sales you can do before you launch your company, right? So let's start back at the, like, this is really good for like, first sales hires or early stage CEOs or really like when you're really just getting started, let's say you have to pivot. You did something and you figure it out. Like, I got to go build something else. You could go sell that. You could go sell the vision. You really just need Figma, like mock-ups and a working prototype, right? Like And sell it and figure out if people want it. If the pain point's so bad, it's so harsh, that people want to buy, then you know you've got something. And so one of the things I've done launching Mailshake and really all products that we've, all new companies we've launched as well as like features is I want the marketing value day one when I decide to do it, not when it's out there. I want that then too. But like we're building Mailshake. We launched in July of whatever year. In February, we started doing marketing and sales. I sold, I don't know, at least a hundred people before we had anything to actually use. It was pre-launch, right? Like if you look at like take this from like Kickstarter and all those types of e-commerce and physical products, like pre-orders come now. Like look at Tesla Cybertruck. Four years ago, five, I don't know, whenever, like it's been years. They've made tens of millions of dollars from these $100 deposits. They've validated their demand. And frankly, they've changed the whole car up like two times over. So that's what I mean about like pre-launch or pre-selling. Now, that can be done when you launch a company. Again, really helpful when you're like, just starting out, as well as when you, if you are pivoting. But it's also something you can do when you are launching features. So it's also helpful for any stage company. So a lot of folks... Like their product feature announcements are like when it's done and they're boring. They're like, here's the features we launched in August and it's like seven things they did. Well, like in sales, you're, you know, we talked about in the previous episode aligning your whatever, what you're doing at your company with customer pain points or potential customer pain points. And you still have to do that on the product announcement emails as well or like when you talk about stuff. So, first and foremost, instead of doing the marketing when you have the feature live, do it when you decide to do it saying it's coming soon. If people aren't freaking jacked up about it or it's deaf ears, one, you've got a problem. It's not too late to change course, first of all. So you could change course and validate. But number two is it's like you can get people hyped up and jacked up. Know, of course you have to deliver, but like we've done this, like when we launched our data finder product. So Data Finder came out like in January of 2023, but we started teasing it out in like September, October, right? And even like, Jed, I think like the inbound and up on teams were like talking about it on calls, like this is coming in Q3, Q4 the year prior. So like, and again, if it's falling on deaf ears, that's a good sign that you're doing the wrong things. If people are like so jacked up that they want this. And again, like what I say for sales is, in Q4 and Q3, we gave it away for free to people who we so we used it to close deals. One during a slow time, but two, we use it as a catalyst to close deals, saying, "Hey, when you you're going to be grandfathered into X plan." So it was a it was a feature that we used to get people to commit there, and that's something you can do for every single feature. Now, not every single feature you will launch will be a sellable or marketable feature. But my my argument to that is, why not? If whatever answer you say, why are you building it? <laughs> if it's not going to help you sell or market, why are you building it? Okay, well, maybe it's a retention thing. Okay, valid point. But I think once a quarter at the minimum, every startup, Series A, Series B, you know, you should be launching features that get people so jacked up that they're talking about it on Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, to your data finder example, we, yeah, we were talking about that in customer calls for months. And just giving feedback, giving that to the product team, giving that to you, then like, yeah, people want this. And so I think yeah, to your point, it built up a lot of excitement. And this reminds me of an example. It's not really a software, but I have a friend who um, he's building a, basically a, a really in-depth sales course. And the route he took to kind of launch his course is he didn't go and build the whole course and then say, here's my course, guys, you know, go buy check it out or whatever. He actually started by, on LinkedIn saying like, hey, I'm building out a sales course what are the like biggest challenges you're running into that you'd want to see me build education on, right? And so he got this feedback and then he created like a pre-launch form where he said, this course is coming. And now he's been doing for the last three months is he's like sharing snippets of the course. He's sharing his journey of him building this out, building excitement and call to action for all these posts is like, hey, just submit your email if you want to be updated when the course comes out. And so like he's validating it as he builds. And I, I, it's just, it's an example that I've seen really well because I haven't experienced your side, Sujan, of like, you know, building features and like, pre-launching and all that stuff. But I I just thought it's really cool because he's building a ton of hype around it. And now when people get the course, eventually when it comes out, it's going to be built on the things that they wanted because they were giving him his feedback throughout the whole process. And they're going to be super excited for it because they've seen the hype of it being built essentially out loud for them online and on LinkedIn. So yeah, I just think it's a cool example of that and and probably applicable to to SaaS companies.
1: Yeah. So so it's SaaS services, courses, whatever. Like, how it works is different right like in sales courses you can literally change things on the fly right like cuz you might be still creating the content and i think the one big part about like courses or services and even on the product side on saas side you get the customer or potential customer to be vested and committed because they feel like they're a part of the journey right like it's not they're not you change the relationship from customer to partner or like built like creator right so And so I think there's a, there's a lot more psychological, whatever you want to call it, like they're just more vested into trying it even and using it. And so, yeah, I think there's a lot of different things you can, you can do here. And so again, if you're a startup, no matter what size, start thinking about your product stuff, product features as pre-sales and marketing ammo to create demand.
0: Awesome. Good stuff. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Yeah, just to recap, we covered how to think about and why you should pre-sell, pre-market before you launch features and additional services within your platform. Thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Practical Prospecting Podcast. Remember to check out all the resources in the show notes. Feel free to leave us a review. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, please don't hesitate to reach out. We'll catch you guys in the next one.